0: Welcome back to another episode of uh, the Challenge Insiders on Reality Pop. We're going to be talking about the Challenge Season Thirty Seven, Episode Two, and the champ is here, Chantel. How are you doing? I'm Previous champ? champ off the draft picks. You're the you're ah, the champ that's the draft true. Picks. Actually,
1: I'm not gonna lie, I did a pretty good job. <laughs> She's coming in
0: with that swagger, right, Drew? <laughs> like,
1: who, me? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm doing really well. Um, like I said last week, I really am enjoying the season way more than I even expected and even though like i chose this person as part of my draft but like i don't actually like them you know but like i don't know i'm just like i, I enjoyed the episode i like these new characters i want to see some of them come back like i just it was a great episode i enjoyed all parts of it It was perfect not perfect but you know pretty good
0: 100 <laughs> and also we've got mr drew drew how are you doing I'm doing pretty
2: well. I think Devin needs to like come up with something to cash in with this number one draft pick because two (laughs) weeks in a row he's being stolen. Like, like he's a precious diamond. I'm really, I'm, I'm surprised, but you know what? Good for him. Good for him.
0: Yeah, 100%. And, and, I mean, Devin is loving it, right? He's like, I'm getting picked ahead of oh, CT. Yeah. I'm getting picked. Yeah, his, his, <laughs> his ego is at an all-time high. So, I don't know um, where it's going. It must just be because Devin is someone that's less intimidating than some of the other vets, and maybe some of the, the, the rookies are feeling like they can work with him a little bit better or something. There must be something really disarming about him. Why do we think he's getting picked all the time at the moment?
1: <laughs> um... I think that maybe Emmy just doesn't know. Wait, was it Emmy? Who was it? It was Emmy, yeah. Like, doesn't know any better. And so she's thinking that, oh, maybe he is really good when uh, Michelle picked him before. (laughs) I I personally don't think that she was very strategic about it. Because if that were the case, I think she should have picked somebody maybe a little bit better and more all around. But um, I love that he was picked, though. I think it's hilarious. But I think it's worse for him. I think he was in a better partnership with Michelle.
0: I what? think Emmy doesn't Emmy doesn't know any better. She tried to fight for <laughs> immunity this round. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the
2: post show said that he was well connected. He's very sociable. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's getting closer to all the rookies than say a lot of the other vets. And mm-hmm. I also think that Emmy picked better cuz I think she could use the brains and some more political ch- game whereas I don't think Michelle needs it. I think she needed some more buffness on her side when she picked Devin. So I actually like Emmy picking Devin. Uh, maybe it's not as great on Devin's side, but you know what? He's
0: getting picked, so he's having fun <laughs> no matter what. 100%. It's, it's quite interesting. Um, this episode, I, I definitely saw Michelle's Survivor winning game come out to play a little bit here the next day when she went up to Tracy to go and defuse the situation because she stole <laughs> Tracy's partner. And immediately when she was there, I was like, yeah, she's got the social game. This is why she's won Survivor before. She knows how to go and cover her tracks.
1: That is exactly what I was saying when, like, I saw that scene. I'm like, oh, Michelle is just Michelleing," you know, having that one on one, really building that, like, apology and the, the, the friendship and that relationship. Like, just she didn't really need to do that for in this situation, but she did that, and it's part of like how why she is so good at a Survivor and social strategy games because she makes people feel good about her, her being around. So, yeah, Michelle was Michelleing.
0: Now, I do want to talk about Ed here. You know, comes in, new kid on the block, you know, gets into the house. People are trying to get to know him you know, he, he's just saying, listen, they're going to underestimate me. I'm a, I'm an Ivy League engineer. Um, like, I, I've got, I've got, I've got the brains. I'm, I don't just have the the muscle, the bulk coming into this season. And what a breath of fresh air. Like, I'm a bit of an Ed fan, to be honest with you. He's got such great energy. He's so positive. Even when he gets thrown down into the lair, you know, he says, you know, everybody wants to see the biggest and two baddest guys go at it. <laughs> and And he's just got such a cool attitude. Like, I I'm a big Ed fan. Like, I'm hoping he goes deep. I think that he's going to fit in really well with the challenge, you know, in the future. Like if if this is what he's bringing us with the limited amount of time that we've seen him on the screen so far.
1: Yeah. I wasn't really excited about Ed being coming onto the show. I was like, I watched The Circle, of course. I don't specifically remember Mm him, like his season because like I've seen a few seasons since then and then his brother, it was on the next season. So it was the most Mm -hmm. recent season. So I just, I don't fully remember how I felt about him then. I just remember being like, why him out of all people? Honestly, he is a really good person to be bringing into the challenge. What I love, kind of to echo what you're saying here, Chris, is that he is so positive And, like, you know, he's not going to be super bitter or super angry at people throwing him in. Like, he's not going to carry a big chip on his shoulder and, like, have any of that kind of negative aggression that some people get when they're the you know targeted all the time and so i like that he's encouraging to his partner he's not getting mad at anybody when he's thrown down in there and he's actually pretty good i was shocked when i heard that he was like an ivy league engineer i was like you've impressed me he's impressed (laughs) me today
2: you might oh. not re- recognize him because his mom was on the season yeah, with, with him. Them. So, I mean, if mm-hmm. with her not being right there next to him, you might not recognize <laughs> him.
1: I think his hair yeah. is longer, too, isn't it? Yeah, I can't
2: yeah he, had, <laughs> he had a very different cut.
0: Yeah, a very different cut. <laughs>
2: but I agree with both of you. The, these, Ed is amazing. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I watched his season going like, whatever. Like, I don't think we got enough of his personality, and I don't think it fits the circle. I mean, you're secluded. He was with his mom. It was weird a little bit to be yeah, kind of in mom? the game. And so coming into this, he's just like letting loose. And it's amazing. And even in the post show, he talked about how he went up to Fessy and Esther going like, if you want to throw me in, throw me in. I don't care. I'll go in. I got to go see it anyways. At some point, he knows he's a rookie. He's going to get thrown in. Why not do it now? And if yeah, he and- wins against such a big dude, uh, Kells, then it's like, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I and like then, uh... that
1: he still has the, the the friendliness and the playfulness about being on the show. I think it really serves well to not have somebody that's like completely angry about going in. Sorry, I cut you
0: off. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a massive breath of fresh air for me seeing him come in and have this positive attitude. I mean, Emmy struggles. He's supportive of Emmy um, throughout, you know, uh, with the daily challenge which she doesn't do well. She has a breakdown. I mean, you know, we'll talk about Emmy because that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> on its own. But you know, the other thing about it that that we should also take into consideration when he was playing in the circle, I remember that season. I remember him coming in. I didn't recognize him. I wasn't sure if he was the younger brother or the older brother because his hair was so different when he came into this one. But he's the I think he's the older brother and the other guy is the younger one who played the second season. And he came in really late in that season with his mother. So we saw very little of him in that season. Like he was only on our screens for a couple of episodes at most. You know, I think they made the end because they were so late in the season when they came in it's one of the things about the circle i don't particularly like i'd rather have many people there from the start and get them to cut off because really he, you, you, yeah because you've got your favorites from the beginning of the season because they were there from the beginning of the season opposed to these people that come in very late so i think all of those things kind of counted against them a little bit let's talk about cal's this episode you know like cal's massive target on his back i mean he's <laughs> such a big big player Um, And to me, when I look at Kels, I feel like Kels is everything that Fessy wants to be. Kels is an alpha. Like, he's a true, true alpha. You know, that that conversation where Fessy goes and talks to him at the club to try and make a deal after he already won the daily challenge. And Kels turning that back on him and saying, that's such a beta move, basically, to come to me and come from a position of power, trying to, like, strong arm me into a deal here. And I'm not going to take it. Bad, bad social gameplay by Kels, but major alpha energy, you're right. So love, love Kels. <laughs> and he was dealt such a bad hand, I believe, having Tracy with him there in the elimination. I feel like um she's a she's a very kind person. I think she's a lovely person, but I don't know if the challenge is for her. And oh. and he was handicapped here quite a bit going into this um elimination in the lair.
1: Well, I didn't know that I was going to have a crush on Kels, so I understand what uh, what Tori was feeling in this episode, or like up until now. Um, I saw him on Too Hot to Handle. I thought he was obviously very attractive and like you know he, he was a good-looking guy. But on this show, like his alphaness is so sexy, and like Bessie, Bessie. has none of it. Like <laughs> Bessie, you are totally bang on on the money. Like he would love to have that bravado that Kels have that. That just like a, he's charming. He's good looking. He's taller than Fessy. Love it. He's not like going to cower. Doesn't lose his cool. Go in. Right. He's got no
0: emotion. He doesn't have that emotional energy. Like you know, Fessy gets really emotional when he gets flustered, and and that's not alpha. Where Cal's doesn't get emotional. He stays cool even when he gets attacked. You know, he says people want to see him lose his cool, but he's not going to give him that satisfaction. Even the way he handled himself in the deliberation brilliant like turn it back on Josh, saying josh you're the last person i'm gonna tell or you're the last person's gonna know and you're not the, you're not a tactical mastermind and you could see the other vets were loving it even though they know they have to have Josh's back at this point because there's this rule between the vets but I love Kels. Like, I mean, this guy, I, I don't even remember him. I watched Too Hot to Handle the first season. is one of the few dating shows that I did watch, and I found it really funny. Um, but I don't remember him from that season. He made such an impression on me in the limited amount of time that we've seen him here.
2: Yeah, True. I mean, He's so with, with Too Hot to Handle, he was too serious. Like, he was so serious. <laughs> like, he wasn't going to kiss anybody. He shut it down when he heard, like, something will cost you money he shut it down and then the cameras were like well you're not making out with anybody you're not getting into hot water and so we're just gonna take the cameras off you which was bad mistake also <laughs> like we talked about with ed that's not the game show for Kells. this is the show for kel's yeah. he gives me that like old school challenge vibe where it kind of reminds me of like a Landon in personality wise where Landon didn't go into many alliances. He came into the game. He just wanted to play. He wanted to compete and that's all he wanted to do. Let's just go. We'll go one-on-one. I'll go into any elimination. I have to, and let's just see who's the better competitor. And that's the kind of vibes I got from Kells. It's just like old school. Let's go compete. I'm not going to make deals with anybody if they're I I just want to go let's just go I'll rip somebody's head off and it was amazing like two weeks in a row we get these like amazing rookies and they're just walking out the door and it's like Mm -hmm. I feel like I I want want to just have like go into the future get a couple more episodes or a couple more seasons where they've been on because I just want to binge what they're going (laughs) to do in the seasons or in the challenge gosh I hope that we get them back on the season him and Michaela I would love to see him see him back on the show
1: Totally agree. They're just like it's just it's it is really sad that we that they were gone out so early, but they made a big impression. I can't imagine the producers being like, no, nah, you know what? I'm gonna bring back like somebody a lot less more. Like they're they're not gonna bring back Tracy over Michaela. You know what I mean? So hopefully we will be seeing them moving forward. And I think that with Michaela being on aftermath this week as well, I think it shows that she's still maybe liked by the franchise um she also did um an instagram live i think i saw you in the comments there drew um with um (laughs) who was in there was it tracy and tasha and no no sorry it was big t tasha um fessy and Michaela. and so the fact that she's still kind of in the group and like she's still part of the conversation i think that bodes really well for Michaela at least having a future so
0: yeah, Sam says he sees most of these rookies coming back in a future season and then also lists almost all of the rookies here. Emi, <laughs> uh, Michel, Emmanuel, Kels, Corey, and also Ed um, there as well. And uh, love by you did love Esther this episode. We'll get into that a little bit later. On talk about it. Obviously, one of my African queens that are playing this game that I'm going to be supporting all the way. Um, and and I'm really loving what Esther's doing so far. Um, yeah, I think that, you know, Cal's going out this season saying that, you know, he thought Fessy was the villain and they made him the villain by the end of it. I didn't see him as a villain throughout this at all. And I don't think anybody else that looked at this looked at him as a villain. We just knew you're the new guy. You're going to get thrown and you're going to have to try and survive. Sadly, he didn't get to go up against someone in a one-on-one because of, I think like it could have been pretty good, but I mean, it's it's there's a big weight difference if they had to go up against each other in like a hall brawl or something like that. I think Kels would be one of those people, you know, it would be good to see him go up against Fessy and something like that. I know it's like every time who can take Fessy on in a hall brawl, but I'm really hoping that they put Fessy, they do him dirty in the same way because Fessy had the opportunity here to take the first shot at the veterans. And a lot of the veterans thought that he would do it. And Fessy used this as an opportunity to say, "Hey, I'm going to show you guys the olive branch here. I'm not going to throw you into it. You know, there's a lot of people who would want to throw me into it, but I'm going to I'm going to reach out and say, let's keep this strong, this veteran thing strong. But we all know that this this house that they're building, this alliance that they're building, is built on shaky foundations. Do we think <laughs> and that this was that a good move? people that want to win, <laughs> exactly. Do we think this was a good win. move? Or yeah, you know, what do you think, Chatel? Do you think that this is going to come back to bite them? Because I've got a feeling it's going to come back to bite them.
1: I think it's going to come back to bite him for sure. I can see, like, a couple, you know, they'll let, it, they'll let it kind of simmer for a couple weeks and be like, oh, thank you so much, Fessy, for, like, winning this. But, or for, like, not targeting us. But I can see CT wanting to gain some power and, like, eventually, like, sending Fessy down into something where he thinks he's not going to come back out and get rid of Fessy. Like, I do see that being a potential for the future. So it might have bided him some time not make taking that first shot. But, um... I don't know if they're going to go along with it all the way to the end. I just, I just can't see them not taking the shot when they have the opportunity.
2: I think that this was such a blown opportunity to throw in Kells, who we were talking about is big, is a very physical threat. He's very mental. And where I think he has no fear. Like this is the perfect person To throw in against a CT type. Like, this is your prime opportunity that he's not going to get shaken in the moment because of a legacy or anything. Like, you need to, like, be able to hold on to him and then throw him in when the time was right against CT. I think just taking the shot because you don't like the guy or he's getting too close with Tori or whatever you want to say. I mean, I think it was just a missed opportunity. I, I don't think that CT would be the first one to... Turn on the vets just because he wants that protection with the Vets yeah. Alliance, nobody's gonna be touching him. So he's gonna just kind of I don't even think he wants to win any of the challenges. He's he wants like to mitigate that. A. <laughs> yeah, even the camera who loves him in the confessionals, love him. He's not getting that many right now. There's so many other things going on, especially Nelson, who I think would take the first shot if he ha- wasn't poor and he's like, Oh, I want to, I want to take Fessy. Let's just throw him in, kind of thing.
1: We'll probably talk about it more, but one thing that I was confused by is why the women were so willing to let Kells go, because they're going to be running a final, most likely, with people that they want to have a good partner the reason why amber b for sure won was she had a good partner in ct that was willing to keep up with her and her stamina but then eating all that shit and like being able to do these puzzles like you need she needed to have a good partner to win that final so the fact that they would let someone who would be a potentially a good partner just go like that um i i thought that there would have been a
0: little bit of pushback Jessica here says that these vets do not want to win. Why are you listening to Josh for your political moves? And I mean, Josh, <laughs> Josh was all over this episode. Like, I mean, hate him or love him. One of the things, and I think most people hate him or they're somewhere <laughs> in between. Um, one of the things about Josh is as he's continued to come on the show, you've got to give him credit for making really, really good social connections. I mean, this season, how many people are really coming in here wanting to take a, a shot at Josh? Because firstly, Josh is not the biggest physical threat to them if it comes to the end of the game so people don't see him as a threat in regards to trying to win the money against him but also he's made friends with people that previously used to hate him like Devin him and Devin are working very closely together um we see them playing chess together talking about the moves Josh is the one you know f- funny enough Kels thought Fessy was the one that was telling Josh to go and put put Kels out there but it really felt like Josh is the person at the moment who's really pulling the strings and Fessy is like his his muscle that's in front of him at the moment
1: I think it's because they would all to love to run a final against him,
0: to be honest. It's like, well, why are
1: we going to get out this guy when we know we can beat him in a final? So let him be all messy. Let him take out all the big guys, whatever. He can do whatever he wants. We'll back him up and support him because if he's here at the end, I don't really feel that intimidated by him so he can run the final with us. I do,
2: I do. I do want to answer uh, a, a comment you just said is why would they let Kells go? And it's mm. because... There's no real strategy going on here. Mm -hmm. The only strategy is survival at this point. I was like, oh, the vets are coming into alliance because they want to win, and the rookies are kind of just, like, floundering, doing their own thing, maybe listening to their partners. But really – the rookies are just listening to their partners or doing whatever to survive, to not get thrown into the elimination. And then the vets are all banding together. So they don't get thrown into an elimination by the rookies who aren't necessarily trying to band together at this point. So it's just like, everybody's just in survival mode at this point, they're still getting their bearings on the game. And I'm enjoying the season, but I think once the vets start turning on each other and everybody is like, let's Mm. do this. Like I want to win now, then it's just going to be like, the caps off. Let's go. Fireworks are going. I'm. I'm be excited when that day comes.
0: Mm-hmm. It's. It's interesting because you know there's two of the rookie girls who seem to be sort of awoken and have taken the red pull here, and that is Priscilla and um, Tasha. Like the, those were the two, only two that said something more's going on here. We're not going to be led in a way where we're going to vote the way that the house wants us to vote here. Um, but they don't have any power. I mean, two two people here, and I don't know how well connected they are. It did look like Kel's had some good connections potentially with Esther as well. Um, he, he was pretty confident Esther wasn't going to throw him into um, the elimination if he could avoid the house vote. Obviously, he didn't avoid that. But um, let's, let's talk a little bit about this partnership of Esther and Fessy so far. Like, I know a lot of people don't like Fessy. I mean, Fessy's coming into this season. Um, Clearly, he's doing some work to try and clean up his image, and he saw that it wasn't wasn't good in the previous season, and the producers are trying their best as well. <laughs> um, I think to paint him in a different way here and you know he's coming to the show he's he's doing Ramadan, which is is hard, hard because you can only eat at certain times of the day. he's you know he he got quite emotional when he said he wasn't sure how he was going to perform this season um you can see him almost tear up saying he didn't know if he wanted to do this season because he felt he was going to be at a disadvantage um esther you know such a breath of fresh air as well similar to how ed has been for the guys coming into the show really wanted to prove herself being the first nigerian to come and win a challenge on the show here and just wanting to step up to compete and be a great partner for fessy i think has been really cool to see and i mean doing that challenge where you've got to throw those bags down to um to the person in the in the range rover in the bottom it's not that easy you're really relying on whoever's in the helicopter to do a good job you know like yes you've got to catch them but the person up there really is going to make or break you in my opinion it's definitely a team approach but she was doing really well and she was firing them in i think esther um i, I picked her quite high actually when i did my picks i wasn't sure how she was going to go but I feel pretty good about that pick at the moment. I think she's <laughs> she's a potential dark horse here. And it seems like the producers love her as well, because she gets a lot of time in the confessional booth.
1: Well, okay. So with the, the Fessy redemption arc, I definitely rolled my eyes when they're sitting on the bench and talking about, and he's like being encouraging and like telling her, like, he's you know, he's happy to have her as a partner. And then she's like going to go make him food. And he's like, no, I can't. I'm doing Ramadan. So like all of that was like okay fessy we know that you're trying to improve your image here so anyways i rolled my eyes for that part i'm I'm, I'm happy that he at least he's he's aware of how he was treating his partners and so you know if that is awareness not just like performative then i can let i can go go along with it um and with regards to the challenge like i'm very impressed by esther i would love to have known how many samba or what jewels um they were throwing because they did 30 and 30 was a lot some people were getting like in the early teens and it was like oh, okay so they definitely did a great job i'd love to see how many they had to to work with like so how many misses there were but um when they won, though, I was just so annoyed because he was trying to act humble, but he always just had this like smile on the side of his face that, like, yeah, I'm so good. I'm so good. Like, and I was just like, Bessie, like, either just go with it, like, be like, yeah, I'm awesome. I'm amazing. Don't pretend like you're being humble here. Like, Bessie, but go f- good for Esther. I'm really happy that she did well. I think it'll be a good motivation for her to do better in the future. And it also, will ensure that Fessy is going to be nicer to her for longer.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah lo- you- oh, just wanted to quickly add. Just wanted to quickly add, Love By You is from Nigeria and um, love that we've got the Nigerian fans that are also watching the show now. And Tasha such a big, personality in nigeria i think we we spoke about that preseason, uh where she's already got over 1.5 million she's a accomplished businesswoman strong personality in nigeria they obviously both played big brother in nigeria um and i think a lot of people would have thought tasha she was more of the superstar on big brother coming into this show i think esther's got a chip on her shoulder i think she's come in to to prove herself uh, cool. versus tasha and um i think the reason that we're seeing more of Esther's. Just by the edit, and I could be completely wrong. I think she's going to go deeper than Tasha, and that's probably why we're seeing a little bit more of Esther at this stage. Because Tasha is linked up to another rookie, and I forgot forgot his name. Um, the
2: Jeremiah. So many
0: Jeremiah. There we go. So, so I mean, she's in no way secure at this point. You know, it's it's still early days, and we haven't really seen much of Jeremiah as well at this stage. Sorry for interrupting you there, Drew. Um, you were you were going to add to Esther as well.
2: No, no, no. I was just going to say that there was two things. Uh, One was when seeing the bench scene of them talking (laughs) in my brain, I instantly was like, are they going to win this week? Are they going to win this mission? And and also, I think the going last definitely has a benefit and advantage in these missions. And from seeing everybody else's like run where they're like just chucking it some people are doing like one hand to catches and they're kind of just all over the place whereas you go to theirs and she's just firing them at the windshield i think what their strategy was is throw them at the windshield though it'll be a backboard we'll definitely can grab fessy's tall enough he can grab them off the windshield and then he can just pack them in and he can outrun uh, Josh any day, or Josh doesn't even <laughs> want to win. Who like Amber was yelling at him from the helicopter, so it doesn't even know that they were even like in contention to do anything in that episode. I don't think they had any any form of strategy, but yeah, I think they had the strategy down. Uh, they worked well together, and uh, they definitely deserved this win.
0: 100%. Yeah,
2: Amber I mean, kind d- of
1: had like a disadvantage there, not being able to see all the team like going last and not getting to see the strategy of, of that uh, Esther was able to perceive. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, 100% I also wanted to add just um, here Sam asked does Emmanuel remind you of Jordan and I think we spoke about that when we were doing our um, draft assessments of the players and I said he reminded me of Jordan quite a bit but he's a less obnoxious Jordan by the looks of it so probably socially would do a bit better in the game um, and obviously Emmanuel and um, Casey here again had an extremely good outing as well getting in second place collecting 28 of the gems versus the 30 that fessy and esther collected so it was a pretty close race between them and um again you know casey doesn't always make for the most riveting tv um her having a her having some sort of a relationship here with nanny uh, i think will become or nanny will become a bigger thing throughout the season as we progress through it um it will probably add a little bit to her persona on this season but she's not going to be over really exciting, but I do feel pretty good having both Emmanuel and um, Casey really high up in my, in my team when I chose different people, because they do look like they're going to work well together. And, you know, you've got to take your hat off to Casey because no matter who she works with, unless it's Fessy, she seems to do pretty well, right? So clearly she's good at working within teams. And I I do think that, you know, if Casey gets enough opportunity, she's got all of the right stuff to be a champion. Emmanuel, It's going to be tough. Can he do what Turbo did in his first season coming in and um, winning this game? That's a tough ask for a rookie to do, but we've seen it happen before. You know, Amber won hers, but there was a bit of luck involved with Amber's. Turbo was very, very intimidating when he came in, and I don't think Emmanuel has got that intimidating personality at all. I don't think people are going to be afraid to throw him into um, eliminations at some point in the game. Well,
1: there's in one of the trailers, it might have been the super trailer, that... I think it was Devin saying that he, I don't know who the he is, but I'm assuming now it might be Emmanuel. It's either Emmanuel or Logan at this point is whom I'm thinking. Like, oh, he's come in like the top three in every single challenge so far. So I'm wondering if it is Emmanuel, um, if he's going to get targeted by the vets soon for being good. So, yeah, I don't know if his longevity is going to be there because I think that the vets might be intimidated by him um, doing so well and they want to probably, you know, weaken Weaken the guys.
0: Casey, who Who's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Casey again. <laughs> I, I also a side th- note: I didn't, I didn't notice this, but apparently Logan kept the braids in his hair mm-hmm. from the birthday party last week. I, I didn't notice it personally. Yeah, I saw, I saw the braids. Yeah, uh, I will say that
2: Casey and Emanuels and also Corey and Bettina, they all went at the same round. And that round confused the heck out of me, because why is Bettina in the car? Why is Corey up in the helicopter? Maybe she doesn't like heights, but that that was very much confusing, in my opinion. And then also Casey has played wide receiver in football. So I thought she was going to be in the car catching, but maybe Emmanuel doesn't. Like can't throw as well or they didn't trust his throwing ability. I just thought like maybe the the, the team should have been swapped up uh, from uh, that one from that round. So that's the only thing that confused me in the mission.
0: But yeah, is pretty sw-
2: good. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It did great. But maybe yeah. Casey gets those one handed grabs, you never know.
1: She, Odell does, Beckham. She, she was so good <laughs> in Big Brother. Actually, you're right in those th- She just, did yeah. three competitions where she was just like grabbing things out of thin air. So yeah, you could be right about that.
0: Yeah. I wonder if it came down to the fact that they had to do that run at the end. I'm not too sure how long yeah. of a run it was. And they thought, okay, we need someone with some real good speed. If, if both of us are going to be pretty close to each other and set, but I do get where you guys are coming from. You've played yeah. in that position and that's your profession. So you definitely expect someone to go at there. end. I mean, if they called 31... You only need to catch one more and you win regardless of your time when you run that last section of the the course. Okay, so we also have um, a question here um, from Jessica. Speaking of Turbo, can we talk about Berna? She's gorgeous. And I do want to talk about Berna because there's a lot of drama in this episode um, with Berna and she is gorgeous. I do agree with you, Jessica. Um, You know, Nelson uh, is being a bit messy here early in the season. He's got this relationship, friendship. Type of thing going on with Ashley. Um, he's coming in. He's saying he's a free agent. You know, Ashley's a free agent as well. They're just friends, but they do like to have fun together. But clearly, the communication is not there because Ashley is starting to have a bit more feelings for Nelson, um, and it's not being reciprocated by by Nelson here. And he's also flirting, and you see it throughout. Even you know, at the celebration, Ashley's saying it's her man, but Berner also comes in for the hug, also celebrates with him. It's just awkward to watch something like this playing out. And we all know, like Devin said, you know, it's not millionaire Ashley anymore. It's meltdown Ashley because she has more (laughs) meltdowns than money. This is not going to turn out well for for both of them at some point. Didn't you guys
1: ask me last week if I thought she was going to have a meltdown? I was like, (laughs) yeah, I do think she's going to have a meltdown. I think Nelson loves this attention, even though it's negative attention. Like he just loves being with fiery girls. that are going to be pissed off with like his actions. And he's like, I didn't do anything. I was just talking to her. And it's like, oh, you were doing something like you. you, He knows how to set these girls off. He dated Angela. They were on Dr. Phil where they had a very fiery, explosive relationship. So I I do think that he really likes these types of dynamics with his relationships. And Bernab to me, seems like she didn't really know what she was getting herself into. Like just this guy's flirting with her. She's new to the game. Like, oh, I didn't know that you have something going on with ashley in this way that like i'm infringing on anything she's like i don't want any problems so i felt kind of bad for berna that she was kind of roped into a situationship that has nothing to do with her really and that she's probably going to have to you know go in now if like ashley wins any power just because of like just the the competition factor for nelson for nelson
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is, is it bertha or berna
1: Oh my god! Sorry, Did I say for that? Or did you just like joking about the title of like I'm, I'm Ashley? Oh my god!
2: No, you're, <laughs> no you're, good. Good. Yeah, good. you're good Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm a little disappointed with Nelson because I thought with how last two seasons went that he would come in like more focused than ever that he would be wanting to like. Be in all in in the game, and he is just like lost in the sauce right now. He is just like, whatever, we're doing this. Like, I'm just going all in on everything else but the game. I think maybe he's getting too comfortable with the All Vets Alliance, and maybe he's just Wait, like, sir, Was
1: that your first draft pick? That was your number one draft pick. That's my I'm number one draft pick. That's correct.
2: That's my number one draft pick. Um, So that's why he's so, looking really good at the moment. <laughs> I'm looking so frustrated right now because he's getting lost in the sauce. Um, Speaking of awkward, that awkward when they came back from the bar to the challenge house and she's telling Ashley's telling where Berna has to leave from like that got me so like and then they kept on yelling Bertha like over and over again. I was like, this is the most awkward I think I've seen in a while on the challenge of like, you need to leave. She walks one way. No, you go that way to walk away. It's like, all right, we're I'm I'm done with this scene. Like, let's move on here.
1: On my other draft that I'm doing with the two my two friends on my channel, I have all these messy characters. And like we have points for like, you know, if there's any sort of kissing or like makeout scenes or like fights, like we're getting different points, as well as like the winner who wins the daily and all that stuff. And like I, I have everybody on my team. I have Nelson, I have Ashley, I have Berna, like all these Bessie. And so like I gained so much points this week because it was like an actual train wreck with all the people on my draft picks. So I was about I was to say about
2: Nelson it. is the MVP of that draft if they (laughs) if we're going by messiness i mean nelson's number one
0: yeah Yeah, love by you says he's been booed up for a whole uh, though so let him be a lot of laughing emojis there um (laughs) listen I, i think we all love it from a, a TV aspect, I think it's bringing yeah. some some drama to the show, and it's going to be exciting to watch. We just don't know if it's gameplay wise, if it's the smartest thing for him to to get involved in in this messiness so early in the game. I think at some point it's going to come back to potentially haunt him. But um Nelson is getting a lot of screen time early here because of obviously this that's going on and the whole thing between him and Fessy. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't count him out. I think that Ashley isn't going to come for him at this point. She's going to come for Bernard and Bernard's oh, yeah. the person who's really in a lot of trouble here. And CT even says, you know, I, I, there's the one confessional he got this whole episode. He said, you know, like I'm in a bad place because him and Ashley do get along pretty well as well. And he tried to select Ashley for his partner in the previous season because they get along and they've, they've done well before in a final, I believe they've won in the final, haven't they as a partnership before. So, so yeah, so, so he gets along with her really well and he's also got Bernard who's his partner here, who he's trying to work with in the game. But, we all know it's going to be fluid. A lot of partners are going to swap and change throughout the season. So it's going to be exciting to see where this is going to end up. Now, I am quite interested. You know, I I sort of spoke about, and I joke, you know, Chantel being the champion, even though she is the champion at the draft picks at this point, we do get the previous champion coming back, Ashley <laughs> for the season and you know ct was one of the few people that looked excited by that they actually focused the camera on him when when she came back up i think ct is probably thinking if i get an opportunity to get her close to the final i'm taking her again because i know how to run a final with her and we complement each other really really well which would be a smart move you know um but the rest of the 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 sort of people out there they're not too happy and josh is going to have to do some major work here with fessy to make sure that ash uh, sorry that um amber doesn't get thrown into uh, the elimination early on in this game and i think that you know he is overestimating his own ability to keep amber in check because for me amber coming into this season i don't think she's going to stay loyal to that group at all and i think she's been burned and i actually love this more fiery spicy side of, of amber coming out she's mm-hmm. been on a season before now she's won one you know She's playing with house money this season. I think <laughs> that if she stays around for a while, I think we're going to see a very different Amber this season compared to what we saw last season. I don't think she wins this one. I think she's got too big of a target, but I think she's going to have a lot of fun and blow up some games this season if she's if she's left alone for long enough so i'm really happy i was really annoyed when she they didn't pick her to come back because it would have been the second season in a row where female wins the game and they don't come back and in my opinion i know you don't always agree with this i think that if someone's a champion they should come back by default the next season to defend their crown that's my personal opinion about it in any case And, and and i was really annoyed not to see amber come back early in the season so luckily we do see her come back here
1: well, they gave her a sexy entrance like excuse yeah. me like <laughs> i think they're trying to make up for that fact that they didn't have her on as like um you know the first tier of the cast this season um but when she came out i wasn't sure she should have said like the champ is here like maybe not paint that target on her like so overtly it would have been nicer she kind of like was just like yeah i'm here But um, I loved her coming out of that uh, sports car and like speeding down that runway. And it just, I thought it was a really, really sexy entrance. So.
2: Yeah, I agree with uh, you, Chris, that I think if you won and you want to come back, come back. And she has a great Mm -hmm. attitude. I mean, she's in the helicopter yelling, she's like hanging out and she's yelling at Josh. I mean, she has that intensity, but she's like, I love this game. Like in the first, like five minutes of like walking into the house. So, I mean, I'm happy that she's back. I think she definitely should have been a part of the original cast. And oh my gosh, like Fessy, seriously, like oh you look God. so pathetic when you're in your confessional, like, Oh, Amber's here. I don't like her. I want to throw her in. It's like, all right, dude, like calm down. Like, seriously, yeah. like you're acting absolutely ridiculous. Like, okay. all gosh. I have to
1: say is I'm sorry. Like it was a game. I, I just, I played poorly. I'm sorry that you saw how we were, what we we're saying about you. We, we, we had a stronger relationship with other people in our alliance than we did with you. I'm sorry that you felt that way. Just say that and she'd be like, wow, thanks for stepping up and owning your feelings and owning like what how you treated me. And you know, we can move forward, not try to get her out. Like you should want to run a final with her because she's a winner. Like it was very bizarre that he's how he was taken. And it was another eye roll from me about Fessy this episode.
2: And he'll paint it like he'll paint it like, oh, well, she'll 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 come after me. Like after last season, oh, she'll definitely come after me. It's like, whatever, dude. Like she's not paying you any mind right now. She's hanging out with so many more fun people and making yeah. out with Jeremiah probably in the background. <laughs> not even giving you a second thought, dude. <laughs>
0: Uh, Christina B is asking: Is your draft just who wins straight up, or do you have points for other things? Um, at this point, you know, still early days with this podcast. We've just done a straight up win, but um, definitely, I think we, as we continue to do these draft picks, hopefully for pre, for future seasons, we'll start thinking about how we can spice it up for daily wins and things like that. I think it would be exciting and probably a little bit more fair than just having one person all out winner takes all type of draft because you know, some players can be MVPs without actually winning the show. So um, but for now, <laughs> I lost last season because I just by five point, like with my other, um,
1: my other friends, um, because she had a messier team. She had like Josh on her team or something and he had a bunch of fights. And so I had the yeah. winner and like, I had a lot of other great people, but I lost by five points because like <laughs> he had a little bit more messy.
0: So Jessica saying she disagrees with me. Uh, doesn't like the sassy energy of Amber B. It um, doesn't seem like it's genuine. She's trying to be. She's trying too hard. Uh, I do think. I do think she's trying. Definitely, I, I got that a little bit from her on it. Um, because I think with Amber, she is genuinely a really nice person. Like if you've seen her Big Brother when she was in Big Brother, she was she was kind of voted out there because she was being too nice to some of the people, and they thought that it was her being flirty, and you know, it became very really awkward. Fault. Caleb's fault, yeah. 100%. And it's just because I think Amber, uh, by by nature, but just who she is, she's a really, really nice person. And it doesn't come natural to her to be sassy. But I, I appreciate her trying to be a bit more sassy and bring a bit more spice and personality to the show because I feel like she knows she nearly missed out on this season probably because of the fact that she doesn't have an over-the-top personality to begin with. So, um she can grow into that. I am not going to, you know, sort of mark points against her for for trying to uh, be a little bit more sassy. Um also Kelly says Gabo snack 25 gems in the valley did anyone see that? I didn't notice that at all because Gabo is an interesting character saying, you know, <laughs> he just wants to be on American TV. He saw Jersey Shore and it is what got him into wanting to be on American TV and he doesn't look like he's going to take things too seriously, but he he said he's got popcorn muscles, but if he did 25 genes, that's not bad. Who's his partner? Does anyone know? Nani. The top of your head. Nani. Nani. There you go. That's he why. Because was... Nani's good. Like, she, she, she's done so many of these seasons now. She's got the experience, you know? Um, it's probably helped him quite a lot in the challenge.
2: He was in that super cut with everybody, like CT and everybody. Just like at one point, they were just going rapid fire and just, th- just like showing like five teams until Amber showed up. And they just like really super cut that because they were like, it's the same thing over and over again. And none of these teams win. So let's just keep going.
0: (laughs) Interesting comment here. Um, LaPay says, did you guys see the aftermath that revealed in the secret vote that CT isn't voting with the vets? Are we shocked? No. <laughs> no, CT always does his own thing, right? And this game, it's, it's it's perfect for someone like CT and even Kyle. Kyle, you know, there's a lot of conversation here about are we surprised that Anissa has been sort of not been given an edit in the show so far? I'm more shocked by Kyle absolutely getting nothing so far in the show because Kyle is great at confessionals. And, um, you know, he's someone that this type of gameplay where you can't see where the votes are going like he's going to play a sneaky game at some point if he gets the opportunity I think um that, that's probably just sort of waiting to happen but with Anissa we at least see her and Tori and that relationship and her trying to give Tori a little bit of a, a heads up as to where the votes are going to go this this episode and and Tori knows that she's probably being tested um to see where her loyalty is ultimately either with the vets or with the the newbies and she was never going to have Kelsa's back in this situation she needs the numbers
1: I mean, I I get why she didn't have his back and it's like too bad. Like, you know, like you got done. But I just, I was like, Tori, just be a better friend. Like you're cuddling with this dude. Like, why don't you work on a plan to maybe save him or like do something? Like you don't have to go against the vets necessarily if you offer up another maybe, alternative being like hey like i like this guy i, I think we're, we're working really well together i don't think that he's gonna come for you because like if i tell him not to come for you so like let's use him as a you know weaponize whatever it is like i wish that she was a little more strategically minded instead of being like sorry you're not a vet like so like gotta let you go it's just like tori meh i wasn't happy that she didn't stand up for him
2: yeah that's the thing is like we know that the Vets Alliance is just a short-term thing. Mm. It's going to implode at some point. So the person that makes the most connections, especially on the rookie side, and can keep them safe as we go further into the game is going to be the one that makes it out on top. That can make it further into the game. And so when you have somebody who's never going to say your name or want to throw you in, that's a gem that you need to hold on to and really try to like spin it away somebody else deflect do something else have a secondary name that could be potentially like disrupting in the game that makes people feared um just make up some lies apparently like josh is like why not just just say that they're making deals with everybody and even when they pull out receipts it doesn't matter we just all vote for them anyways (laughs) i think that's who's going to make it farther into the game because like we said vets it's just going to implode but you need the numbers you definitely need them
0: I've got a take on it. I think Tori is playing scared this season. She's had a couple of seasons where she's gone early. I don't think she feels like she's got the social capital to move people at the moment. I think playing scared is not a good strategy for her because that vet alliance, there's so many people that have played so many seasons together. Like, I mean, the fact that they're okay with Fessy and Casey and Josh consistently coming back each season and, and having each other's backs, for me, is just absolute craziness. So that they need to cut those three. Th- those are probably the tightest three in the game at the moment. That are gonna that are gonna sort of work together and refuse to turn on each other. Um, Amber, you know, funny enough, you know, they, they look at Amber and, and and like you guys quite rightfully said, Fessy's like, oh, I need to cut her. Amber could be the perfect person for them to bring in. They need those numbers and to try and make amends with her and get Amber to work with some of the newer players as well because she's she's a vet only by number. She's only played one season. She doesn't have the same allegiances to the vets. She can work on that newbie group like she did the previous season. That's what worked so well for them. That season is that Amber had the newbies. She was working with them. Another player that I'm probably more shocked by that she's had very limited edits so far, and it does make me worried about how far she's going to go in the game is Big T. Big T is really good at playing with the the new players every season and there's a, a little scene at the end of this episode where they say that Big T is kind of getting called out playing both sides again which is it's kind of her game to play that way um I am worried about Big T because we don't see much of her there was that really funny confessional at the end where she looks at what's in the and she's like oh that looks like something she's quite familiar with um and, and it was really funny but we don't get to see much of her at the moment in the show
2: yeah I mean two things I will say that Talking about you bringing up Tori and playing a scared game, it goes back to the theory of everybody just looking for survival at this moment. Mm-hmm. It's too early. They don't want to paint a target on their back. So let's just hold back whatever the wave goes. Let's just ride it, kind of how, like what Kel says in the thing. Why rock the boat? Let's just sail the waves right now. And so that's exactly what she's doing. And there's a thing in the post or yeah, the post show where Big T was talking about how she wasn't in, in this plan at all. Like everybody, I guess, just assumed that she was really tight with Kels. So the whole, all the vets who are making this vets alliance, but Big T isn't uh, necessarily in the plans or in the meeting room or even let in on the plan going into deliberation. Uh, she's just like, oh, well, I was just left out in the cold. What is that going to do for her? Like now, her game is kind of exploding with everybody kind of like just putting her in the the rookies alliance. But there's no rookie alliance, and now they're not really holding her into the Vets Alliance, even though she's a vet. So now she's going to be in this, like, middle ground, and the only person that's, like, around is Tommy, who threw people under the bus already. So, I mean, (laughs) I don't trust – How could who's she going to trust at this moment?
1: Yeah, I'm feeling bad for Big T. I think it was on the aftermath that she was saying, she's like, like, I have no idea what was going on. And Josh kind of apologized to her, like, oh, like, yeah, we thought that you were, like – you know, and this, like – he painted some sort of target on Big T and Big T actually had no idea, understand why. Like, she's like, why me? Like, why Why did this happen? And Josh didn't really even give her a good answer as to why it was happening. So this is telling me that maybe Big T leaves the next episode. Like, mm-hmm. because, you know, if, if that's, you don't think?
2: You won't have I don't it. want it. I don't want it to happen. but I don't think it's gonna happen, but I don't want it to happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I think it's gonna happen is like, why did it end like with the episode like with her like not knowing what's going on and her being worried? and I don't know, or like maybe she'll go in and she'll come back out because it just seems like there's something that's gonna be unresolved at the end of the season. And so I'm wondering if like she goes out without knowing why she went out, you know?
0: I want to I want to go back to um, Tori, you know, being this person that everybody chooses because we've had both Devon being chosen twice and now Tori is being chosen twice here as well, and and Ed chooses to go to Tori. Why, why do we think the newbies are sort of gravitating towards her at the moment? Is it just purely because they think that she is like? I feel like. Her peak on the challenge, and I could be wrong. Like, listen, if she wins this season and proves me wrong, so be it. But I feel like her peak on on the challenge was a couple of seasons ago when she was still with Jordan, and he was probably training her like a crazy person. And she she looked like she could become that next person, that next female that's going to do extremely well. When she was being thrown in elimination after elimination, and she was she was winning all of them. She she took Jenny West out in a hall brawl, like nobody saw that coming. You know, she looked like she could do pretty well, but. For some other reason, I feel like she's overvalued this season by the newbies, and I I can't put my head around why that is and why people are choosing her consistently
1: I think she's talking to everybody. I mean, I know that we don't particularly enjoy Tori, but I think she is making social connections with the rookies. I think she learned from the last season, where like calling them layups and all that stuff, how powerful the rookies actually can be. And so I think that she's paying attention and being friendly with them. She's being friendly with Corey, and so Corey wanted to choose her because like they kind of got along really well. And I'm sure that like Ed has a great personality. I'm sure like Ed and her were laughing about things together. And so like mm. oh like she's strong she's we get along like she can she's a vet. like let's let me go with with tori so i think that she's doing her job as like building certain friendships with some of these rookies and that's why she might be strong and friendly with them that they're picking her
2: i think now definitely the social game helps out i think a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on a rookie season and i think that's just like she's able to ride that wave all the way up to now and i think a lot of people put a lot into that she also made the finals very uh recently in 34 um probably her social game but also being a part of the official challenge podcast people look at you differently they're looking at you like oh you're in with the challenge you know the challenge that's history true. you you're you're if you know all the social cues and stuff you must know something more that's why you're on the official challenge podcast so i think a lot of people are putting a lot of weight in that as well but it's probably also the social game her and ed probably hit it off the best out of everybody in his short time there. And he just decided to go with her.
0: Mm, it makes sense. I think for me, it, it, it's quite interesting. Um, you know, they, they end up putting a bit of a death threat on another group here as well, because if you steal these veteran partners, you also, at the same time, you're potentially tanking two newbies, their games who are attached to these veterans. And it could also be a case of them having stronger relationships with other people that are out there. Like we know, Emmy and Emmanuel is pretty close, for instance, you know, and she she probably would have said to um, Ed after that, "Don't choose, um, you know, Casey, for instance, because that could put Emmanuel in a bad spot." So there might be some more strategy going on there as well when it comes to that, because Michelle and Coriel they're going to end up being together at the end of this episode. They're a new partnership now moving forward in the game. And we know that that's just the target that's ripe for the picking now. It's it's the worst thing that could have happened to both of them being partnered together. They're a team like Coriel says that have already won in the elimination one round. So, you know, putting my, my sort of tinfoil hat on or looking into the future here, you know, I can see the whole Tommy and um, Big T potentially being thrown in there so that Tommy and Michelle goes up against each other. If people knew that they had that connection and that they're friends, you know, I can very easily see something like that happening for the next episode. So I am a little bit fearful of what this means. And it does look like Big T isn't being valued the way that she should be within that veteran alliance this season. And there isn't really that much trust for her for some other reason, which is sad to see because I'm a big Big T fan and you know, I, I'm also a big Michelle fan. So don't really want to see them go up against each other.
1: I can see that scenario, guys, and I think that Corey and Michelle would come out on top in that if that was uh, the matchup. So let's hope that um, Corey and Michelle win the Daily, and so that won't be the what's happening.
2: Uh, I think yeah. this. I think we have to be worried about the the mission that's going to be happening because it looks like there's some choppy waters. Michelle's going to hit her face yeah, on I'm the sure. rock. There's a point in the super trailer that I will not bring up because it might be a little bit too spoilery. But uh, there's I something that's that. going to be very interesting that happens in one of the scenes that I saw, and it, it looks like this n- next mission is going to be very intense. So I'm not even mm. thinking about the the elimination. I'm just hoping people make it out alive in this mission that's coming up
1: well yeah. we know that she can swim right so hopefully like but she's small so i don't know how that like, current if that's going to be really super bad but maybe she's going to be able to pull out a win because she is, has a good swimming um capabilities
0: True, true. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see um, how how they go. I mean, seeing Michelle with a bloodied face, like, I mean, she's played Survivor. She's gone through some extreme circumstances. I have got no doubt she's going to get through this like a champion and prove what a badass woman she is at the end of this. Um, But I do know what you're, you're referring to in that super trailer because we do see someone on their back that looks like they're out of it and we see another person crying their partner so that Mm -hmm. could come into play this one so so i think that you know we won't talk about it now we don't spoil anything for anyone but but that 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 could come into play in this next episode for sure i do want to also touch base on emmy here obviously um and and we had the comment there about her being 22 and um maybe that's why she's got a bit of crybaby energy um i i think for emmy she's an interesting character like i mean i knew after episode one she was gonna be in big trouble for the the move she pulled and outing the, the the rookies. I just didn't know if there was that much value in outing the rookies and becoming such a vocal person. I don't think she can help but be very vocal and be that loud um character that she is. And I think it's great for the show, but I really am fearful for for Emmy in this game. I don't think Devon will want to be attached to her for very long in the game. I think she's someone that he's <laughs> going to struggle with. He's going to try and 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 probably blindside his own partner because they can do it. You know, they can vote people in individually. I think Emmy is another person. She's she's not going deep into this game. I think she's going to be a fighter this season. She might win a couple of eliminations because even though she's got this crybaby energy, she seems to get really focused when she's down there and to have big match temperament like that to go in there and and get it done when you need to get it done. That counts for a lot. So, um, but yeah, like I said, I don't think Devin's going to want to be attached to that for very long
1: I love him. Her calling uh, Mr. TJ, I mean, Mr. TJ. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so cute. She is a little yeah. bit, uh, you know, overwhelmed, and it's coming out with tears and like, uh, you know, not feeling like she's good enough and all that stuff. So that's a bit of age and being like, it's a, that's a lot that's going on on this show. Like it's for a lot of money. It's on TV. It's with all these people that are older than you, and you're having to be doing something that you've never done before. So I can see it being really overwhelming. And so I am really happy that she was able to at the end of this episode go into the lair and actually come out with a win so hopefully that's going to give her some confidence that maybe she's not going to be so scaredy cat about everything anymore and she's going to go down and be like Mr. TJ like I got this and have a little bit more bravado
0: now, guys, have we have we missed anything before we go into the cast and look at the draft? Is there any big talking points that we haven't sort of addressed? And while we think about this and go into the cast as well, for those that are in the live, throw a couple of questions our way for the end of the episode and we'll go through them in a bit of a speed round for you. Um, is there anything we missed? Anything that stand out? I think we've spoken about all of the main talking points. Yeah, so I think we'll we're go good. In, I think we'll go into our sort of picks here to see who we lose so i've already gone chantel and replaced um oh, laura for thank you, with you. lauren yeah
1: what sure a, is lauren, lauren yeah
0: so what what a great what a great you know addition to your team even though she's in that last spot you know such a great addition to have in that last spot i, I don't know like i said i don't know if she's going to win but i think that she will have a good season she's got a massive target on the back i mean if she if, if her you've got basically on both ends you've got the last season champions. <laughs> the, you've got winners. Right at the top And you've got Amber right at the bottom there. So a a great um, sort of addition. Do we know why Lauren was disqualified from the show at all? Was that ever addressed?
2: It was never addressed by MTV or her, but she did do an Instagram Live and she denies that she did anything wrong. She said it was alleged that she made some racial remarks towards Anissa that a lot of the people said that she was very loud and boisterous in the parties. And allegedly... A lot of people heard her say something and before they could check the tapes, MTV just decided to pull her and deactivate her because like we're not going to they're not going to they're not going to play around with this. They're not going to take their time. If you're talked about doing something or uh, alleged to doing something, they're just going to they're just going to pull you. So they just pulled her and they called an audible and brought in Amber.
0: That's what I read. What what a shame like i mean you go up and play a game such as this you know you're going to be on the big stage there's cameras everywhere you know like what's the game plan here <laughs> you know like how much of an idiot do you have to be to go out there and and make racial remarks on a show such as this um i just don't get it she she was from the UK right if i'm correct or- she's
1: from the UK she lives in LA um she was on Love Island season 2 of the US um and she's just a questionable person it seems like she's clout chasing for sure when she came off the s season of love island she met some guy garrett at the airport and they started dating and posting gazillion pictures uh, you know instagram stories etc and then on this season of um f boy island Garrett was on this, this show and apparently he had a girlfriend, but he didn't have a girlfriend. And so on the show, they called Lauren to get like the, them to know whether or not like they were together still and if he was a good guy. So it looks like she's trying to find any avenue to get on TV a little bit more through reality TV. I don't think she was there to actually win. I think it was just for some publicity, some clout.
0: Hundred percent. Okay, well, we we only lose one player here this um, round because Tracy was never selected from by any of us at the beginning of the season. So, Yikes. so it looks like we were we were pretty much bang on the money in regards to our assessment there. Um, like I said, she seems to be a really nice person. I don't know if the challenge is for her, though. Like, she just seems to be too nice. And I don't think we see her back personally again. But also, sadly, we are going to lose Kells here this round as well. And he is someone that I really want to see come back and play the show again and have another shot at it because I think he had uh, a lot of potential.
1: Oh, how annoying was it, like, in that elimination? Because he couldn't do anything about it. Like, he's super big, so I don't think she would have been capable of flipping that – screen that he would he would have been on up and down so it had to be that Kells was the one that was navigating whatever that board thing that she was on but the fact that she couldn't do it and she kept on pulling up the thing and people were like no hold the box not the magnet and like she just kept on just pulling the magnet and allowing her damn cube to drop I was just like yeah. I he really really lost because of his partner. He couldn't really do anything about it except yeah. maybe if he had when he was waiting for her to, to get the magnet on her um the cube on her magnet, if he was maybe looking at the puzzle pieces and maybe arranging them in the interim, like maybe that's something that he could have done that could have helped save a little bit of time because they weren't that far behind them in the end. And so yeah. I I just ah, I felt so bad because I'm like he could have won that if he had almost any other partner.
0: I agree. Another really funny moment there in the elimination that we didn't talk about is Devin shouting at uh, Ed. It's a map of the world. And I'm saying, I know that, you know, I feel like <laughs> Devin is so used to playing with, with people that are not the sharpest tools in the shed that he thinks he always needs to help people. I mean, I, I always remember Devin and Wes, that they, them always trying to help sort of people in the elimination, but obviously Ed, and that's why I like him so much. He's just He's a different character, you know. Like he, he, he is smart. You know, he's got he's got the, the 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 brawn. He's got the the funny social game to him as well. Like he brings a lot to the show. I'm I'm, I'm loving it. Um, but yeah, like really really sad to see Cal's go. I think we we will see him again, um, in the future. Who do we think? Um, this episode sort of it's very hard to predict. But who do we who do we have as our MVP for this for this episode? Um, for me, it probably yeah, I hate him or love him. I feel like the person who got their way was Josh. <laughs> like. He, he pretty much ran the strategy this episode and got the person out he ultimately wanted.
1: But, like, it was... it was Like, what do I think it was him that said, and that's how you get this done, things done. I'm just like, get out of here, Josh. He's still, like, he's still an idiot. It was so happens that... It wasn't a physical thing. Like they were claiming now after, I think it was Fessy being like, well, we assumed that it wasn't going to be two physical um, eliminations in a row. So we thought that like, this would be a good time to throw Kells in. Like, I don't know if they went through that much strategic thoughts about why they wanted to throw Kells in. I think that Fessy was just like shaking in his boots. He was shook, just like Kels said, and like wanted to get rid of him when, now that he had this power. And that Josh was just being like this stupid henchman that was like, I'm going to be a loudmouth in deliberation. I don't know if I can give him MVP here. Like that just I think Ed's MVP. I don't know. I'm just, I can't huh. give it to I like I it. I like it.
2: <laughs> I can't give it to Josh. So this is the thing. It's so early in the game anybody could have said a name first and everybody would just went with it. He decided Mm -hmm. to throw out the first name and then he did way too much to be like, Oh, he's making deals with everybody. You could just not said anything and everybody voted and it would have been fine. Like everybody knew what the plan was coming in. Um, I would have to give it to Esther as my MVP Uh, coming in, winning. She's uh, making moves happen. Even if she doesn't necessarily want to see the person leave, she's doing the best she can. And uh, she won. She won this thing. So, I uh I give her MVP
1: the reason why I didn't want to give it to Esther, not for her like her ability in the challenge, but in the deliberation, if she's supposed to be friends with Kels, I don't think she helped his cause with staying in. She was like, go big or go home or whatnot. And I was like, I don't know if that's the best for you, Esther, because someone might pluck and take Fessy away from you and you won't have that protection from the vets. It would be great to have a friend of yours, Kells, that's not going to throw you in, that potentially could be your partner later, someone that you could pick later. So I thought that her her in the deliberation wasn't the best for her game that's why I didn't want to give her MVP but she did great in the challenge so I was happy
2: it. your hands are tied at that point you don't get a <laughs> vote you're kind of just sitting there and I'm sure she doesn't feel like she has the most influence in the house so I mean once everybody is just rocking back and forth on on Kels she's just like hey if it's not Kels cool but it seems like everybody's mind is made up regardless so I, I think oh. your hands are tied in that in that sense
0: I, th- I think it's it's really cool that we've got two newbies being thrown out there as MVPs and Ed and um, Esther and then I'm the only one that goes for a vet and Josh and, and saying that he kind of got his way. It, it, it's promising for the rest of the season um, with having such a great new cast coming onto the show and I'm really excited to see what the rest of the season is going to be like moving forward and I agree with you Drew, as soon as those vets start turning on each other there's going to be some cracks and drama and it's what I'm waiting for as well. I think it'll be a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful explosion. Um, it's been great talking to you you guys drew what are you up to over the next week i know you've got a lot going on on the angel cake channel what are, you, what are you doing at the moment
2: um at the moment i'm doing reviews and recaps tiny table talks i'm over here doing uh talking to you lovely people and then i'm going to be coming out with a video this tuesday uh for my channel that's not based on spies lies and allies and then i'm doing very steady research on a lot of other videos specifically the car maria one i've gotten through all the way up to rivals right now uh so i'm just like mowing through all of her seasons and uh taking extensive notes i can't wait to get that out it's i'm looking to get it out like a month from now so i'm hoping that's the, the case and it's going to be ginormous and uh i'm excited i'm what excited is it about called?
1: It. like the evolution
2: of car maria
0: very much. Yeah.
2: I mean, if it's not broke, don't fix it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't wait for that one. I will look at that, you know, because I kinda when I when I first watched the show starting in Final Reckoning and then went back all the way to Fresh Meats 2, I pretty much watched all of the seasons that Kara Maria was in. So I kind of experienced that evolution as well, you know. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what your takes are on Kara Maria as a as a whole. And yeah, like I won't go too much into it. I know she's a polarizing <laughs> character. I've got my opinions as well, but that's Maybe for another podcast. tell <laughs> what do you have coming up?
1: Oh, finally, I don't have uh, Love Island USA to deal with anymore. So I was doing, you know, two shows a day. Um, one show's done. Love Island UK will be ending on Monday. Like, it will be my last recap live um, at three PM Eastern. So happy that that's whittling down. Still doing um, uh, Bachelor in Paradise though. So live after each episode, which has been really fun. I kind of, it's just light. Easy, easy breezy, like, you know, silly love show. Um, I definitely <laughs> enjoy that. Um, and of course, after um, every Big Brother episode, we go live sometimes um, with you know some people from my channel, and sometimes we do some guestings on some other channels. So that. And then lastly, on Saturdays with Nerdtainment, um, I do talk about Survivor South Africa. So 6 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays, Sarah and I do break down an episode. So I'm probably forgetting like 10 shows that I do, but uh, <laughs> come to Reality Realness with three S's, subscribe, ring that bell so that you know whenever I go live, which is pretty much every day.
0: Drew, just something for you to take into consideration there. I don't know how many Ashley videos you've got at the moment or people wanting you to do an Ashley video, but um, Sam's saying if you can take that into consideration as well. Now, looking at um, my schedule for the next week, I've been pretty busy here on Reality Pop, doing a lot of podcasts on Australian Survivor, Survivor South Africa, and now also The Challenge. And um, I will be live in the next hour to talk about the latest episode of Survivor South Africa. And I tell you what, I don't know if you've seen the latest episode yet. I won't spoil it for you. No, that's why I'm going to watch it now. <laughs> no, I will I tell you, but it, I reckon this season is one of the best Survivor seasons of any franchise that we've mm. seen so far, and I'm really... That's,
1: that's so episode broke my heart, though.
0: It, it did. It was my pre-season pick that went in the last one, and I was so sad to see her go, um, uh, but in any case, uh, we won't go into any spoilers for those who haven't seen it yet. It's a great season, so if you haven't watched Survivor South Africa, Immunity Island, do yourself a favor. If you like reality TV, if you like Survivor... Go and get the episodes for that and watch it. It is a great, I think, an all-time great cast, an all-time great season to the point where uh, we're getting to the point the end of the season that I actually don't mind any of these players winning because I think everybody is playing the game so hard. It's a really well-balanced edit. You know, you don't just get two or three people that you know that's going to be between those two or three that's going to win the show. Um, it's really hard to predict who's going to go all the way and take it. So I've really been enjoying that. So we'll be back live in an hour to talk about that. Tomorrow we'll have the interview with the latest Evicted Castaway as well. And then um, we will have on Wednesday this coming week, Tuesday over here in the US, uh, we'll have the next recap for week six of Australian Survivor, which has been a pretty interesting season. If you think that the US has got a lot of twists, Australian Survivor has said, how can we two times that this season? Um, And I don't know if that's a positive (laughs) thing or not, but there's a lot of a lot of twists being thrown um, into that season as well. It's been great talking to you guys. I'm looking forward to catching up next week, same place, same time at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, to talk about the challenge inside or the challenge season 37, episode three. Um, and thanks for everybody that was here in the live. We really appreciate you being really active and asking a lot of great questions. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.